here's where I stand. This is kind of the path I've had. This has okay. been my experience. One day, I said, I'm going to start a podcast about Delmarva. Mm-hmm. I have a cell phone, a mobile device. Um, oh, yeah, you could use a, a uh, iPad or a tablet if you wanted. So the first thing I bought was those lavalier mics. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say they were around $80. I don't even know where they are right now. Um, my life is packed up right now. So um, they're somewhere. And I use those mics and I use my phone and a uh, laptop I already had. And we made three episodes, one of which was an introduction to the podcast. Let's try this again. Hey, Randy. Hey, Jeff. Randy Scott, no relation. I feel like we've had this conversation before. I feel like we had, but this time it's actually being recorded. Yes, perhaps. We'll get into that later, Maybe I hope. A podcast. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on, brother? Oh, man, just busy life. You know, I'm a father of two kids, a husband, of course, too. Uh, my kids are 13 and 10, daughter 13, who loves April Fool's Day, which uh, came and went, had some nice pranks. Um, she what did she do? She put some uh, tissues in my shoes, which it took me about a minute because I get up really early and put my shoes on and had no idea what was going on and then figured it out. Uh, she rearranged all my credit cards in my wallet, so when I got to Dunkin' to buy some coffee, I panicked, but thankfully I found my other credit card, which I had paid off the night Not before. a sponsor, by the way. Dunkin' is not a sponsor. I'm sorry. A uh, a place where some nice old guy made donuts <laughs> uh, for many, many years, and there's one on every corner in Boston, where you're from. Um, sometimes two. Sometimes two, right next door. Uh, but either way, uh, she also put a uh, the milk's gone bad sign on our milk with some mean eyes and a fake toy gun in the fridge. So she was just pretty full creative. Of, uh, yeah, full, full of crazy pranks. Yeah. And uh, she's doing soccer right now. And my son, Garrig, is doing baseball and soccer. Recently had opening day and it's been, uh, you know, a busy time. But yes, he's did. an up and coming pro, right? What's that? Your son is an up and coming pro. No, no, no. He's he's. Don't be old. modest. I saw him on TV, Randy. I know. I saw him on TV. Thanks to a new uh, Delmarva Sports Network. Uh, yes. They're highlighting youth, and it's really cool. And he was uh, one of the featured people this week. Yeah, I have to admit. But but when you're when like I'm the one who nominated him, it's not like <laughs> you know. You know, it's funny because uh, for listeners that don't know, you are a Yankees fan. I am. I'm a Red Sox fan. Mm-hmm. You named your son Gehrig. For obvious reasons, uh, right. Lou Gehrig the Great. Your son is great. He, I love him to death. It's weird what sports do to us, though, right? Because as part of that little thing, they said, Gehrig's favorite baseball player is Lou Gehrig. And I got the shakes. I'm like, what? Did he not see Ted Williams play? And then, easy, he Jeff. He didn't see easy. one of them. Actually. Yeah. No, actually, no, he didn't. He didn't. So, <laughs> But he's seen plenty of, I think, every highlight that Lou Gehrig has ever had that was recorded, he's yeah. probably seen. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yes, it's a, it's a really cool tribute to Lou Gehrig, who I, th- I think a lot of, and, you know, his speech was more than just, uh, a sports speech. It was a, a, a great speech. Of course, yep. if you're not familiar, you got to look up Lou Gehrig. What, yeah, what YouTube. a life the guy lived. Yep. Uh, yeah, he, he was, um, now we are in the, I don't know, I was going to say Baltimore vicinity. Well, that, you know, we're this here in Maryland. Or, this is Birdland. And we know that yes. Cal Ripken broke Lou Gehrig's streak. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, and by the way, the uh, Yankees originated in Baltimore. So That's I'm right, as true, did. So I am a true hometown fan. As did Babe Ruth. 
As did Babe Ruth. Anyways, we are boring people right now. We sure are. That's yeah. what we do here on this yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff, it's been a crazy uh, year for you as well, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, it, it has been. Um, I don't live with my family. I don't live with, with my wife and daughter or son. Who do you I need still... to uh, lay down and have a chat? What's going on? Yeah, no. No, uh, so my my daughter's in a, a private school for some learning challenges that she has, which has been perfect. She's still but thriving. She is thriving more. Awesome. Um, as is my wife. Wait a second, they left me and they're thriving more. I don't know, but what are you? How about you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, well, yeah, it's weird, um, but it's right for us right now. Yeah, and um, we love each other desperately and miss each other. In fact, I worked the other last. This is Monday, so Friday, I worked an eight to eight shift. No, a twelve to eight shift. Okay. And I left work, drove two hours, to give my daughter a hug. Oh. And my wife a hug. I woke up five and a half hours after I got there, drove home for a twelve hour shift at work again. So, you do what you got to do. Um, you know, I have a guest room. I mean, I know you have a place to stay here, but yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really sweet and cool of you. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to some things. Like, okay, uh, let's do it. What have you been watching and reading lately? Um, so I watch a lot. I watch a lot of YouTube. Mm. Um, most I used to, you know, just get caught up into. Well, the, first of all, your son, who you barely mentioned there, yes, is, is an upcoming YouTuber. Yes, and, he and is. making some waves. He is. Uh, you can actually follow him, and you should. You should like and subscribe and follow. Do all that stuff for him. Um, he's a joshua scott just search youtube for joshua scott he actually recently got noticed by logan paul who put him on his instagram story so um that's no small thing i'm not sure that our listeners know who logan paul is but people under 25 i'm 40 i know who he is yeah but you're in the industry sort of just because he's a boxer yeah well also (laughs) saw him in wrestling the other day but anyways yes uh the heat, that's what my son wants to do. So I watch a lot of him, but a lot of what I watch on YouTube is like how to do podcasts and, um, you know, how to create content. Is that kind so, of what we're here for today? I think too, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll bit, get to that a little bit. We'll get to yeah, it. We'll get yeah. To that's it. what, yes, that's what we're reading anything. So I am, uh, my, my reading is really about, well, it, it's twofold. I'm trying to learn about my own life. But I'm also trying to prepare for for content for the podcast for Delmarva's own. So one of the books I'm reading is called Stardust by the Bushel, Hollywood on the Chesapeake Bay's Eastern Shore by Brent Lewis. Um, I have met Brent Lewis because he's a writer, and um, I don't think he would know me if I walked past him. But it would, you know, if you walk past him, and go, hey, it's Jeff Scott. Yeah, would he yeah. know who you were then? No, he would not. Okay, no, um, he would look at me probably like he'd know he's seen the face before. Mm. But, you know, I was interested. We know one of the things we take pride in here on the Eastern Shore is some of the movies. In fact, we have a family. Well, we're not related, but Close Uncle, enough. Yeah, Uncle Joe was in a movie. Yes, Runaway Bride. Runaway Bride. Um, and Hail Maryland, a.k.a. the real name, Berlin. Yes, yes. So yeah. we, uh, I, this book was fascinating to me. I'm still reading it. Uh, discovered that the heroine of Planet of the Apes is from the Eastern Shore as well. Another not not uh, Linda Hamilton. No, Linda Harrison. I think is her last we name. We love our famous Lindas here. Yes, in Linda. If you're Linda and you want to be famous, move to the Eastern Shore. Yeah. So, um, I'm also, you know, for a while I've been doing some research into my own family's history of owning slaves, and oh, wow. it it wasn't it wasn't it's not something we're proud of. It's, of course not. Yeah. 
there's I guess there could be shame involved Were too. Were you but shocked to realize? No, because I've always known. We've yeah. always had these two bricks in my family that um, the legend has it were made by enslaved people that our ancestors owned. And they were always sitting on our fireplace. We didn't talk a lot about them, but I, I have these now. And in one of these bricks, there's a little indentation um, where you can put your finger and it fits perfectly. And it, it kind of feels like the person who made that brick may have pushed it into the form and left their imprint on that brick. And in doing so, left an imprint on me all these years later. And I've been doing some research into my own family. Come to find out, well, not come to find out, I kind of knew this too. My in-laws are direct descendants of the Handy family who owned Pemberton Plantation and also enslaved people. Um, and there's a, at some point, I'm working on a book now about this with another friend who discovered this through the podcast that we had a common connection mm-hmm. here. Um, and as part of that research, I've been I've been looking at books, and one of those is the 1619 Project, which got pretty controversial. Uh, I think the summer 2020. Um, and I'm I just want to know what happened, Randy. Yeah. I, like it, yeah. it's my family. Um, I kind of want to own my history, and I want to know what happened, not just in my family, but in the whole country. So I'm reading the 1619 Project. I want to understand the controversy. I've talked to historians who have problems with the book. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm learning there. I'm also reading a book called Complicity, How the North Promoted, Prolonged, and Profited from Slavery. And listeners will know that we went to the Harriet Tubman National Underground Railroad Museum. Place is amazing. Yes, it is. And when I went there, uh, before we recorded the podcast, there was a sign there that was warning black people in Boston to stay away from cops. Um, and it was in 19, I'm not sorry, 18. 53 i want to say um and it kind of was shocking to me because mm-hmm. that's not the story we tell up north like up north we're like we won the civil war and we freed the slaves um and just like i want to know like my family's history i want to know i just want to know the truth about yeah. what happened no matter uh, how difficult that might yeah be. yeah and because more people i talk to who are descendants of of people who were slaves say we just would like it's just an acknowledgement mm-hmm. an acknowledgement mm-hmm. about what happened so i'm learning as i read that book too and it is the word nuance feels a little bit kind mm. to the reality of the situation so and then i also visited a museum in oxford maryland that is on the eastern shore and this was the first person to ever actually contact this was the first place that was recommended to me um, because somebody heard the podcast, which was super exciting. That's cool. And I went there, and I'm actually now working on a. Uh, well, it looks like it's going to be a two or three part, or two or three episodes. Um, one of the things I learned is this: this museum is where it is because they believe that area was a stop on the Middle Passage. Randy, tell us what the Middle Passage is. No. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. <laughs> but well, I, I just don't want to, Jeff. Oh, I got you. Um, it was, oh, I actually looked it up. Where did I put it? It's in my notes here. Oh, yes, here Water's it is. Edge Museum. I just Googled what, it, yeah. I just Googled it. The Middle Passage was the stage of the Atlantic slave trade in which millions of enslaved Africans were forcibly transported to the Americas as part of the triangular slave trade. That clears it up for you, right? There it goes. Yeah, no. So I'm, I'm learning about what the Middle Passage was um, because we had stops here on the Eastern Shore, and 
it's I think it would help us to understand American history if if we understood what that was. So I'm looking at that too. Gotcha. Um, so most of what I read is for personal growth and stuff we're going to talk about on the podcast. Gotcha. Um, I've been to the museum once, met some fantastic people. Yeah. I think I'm actually going to rub elbows with them them again this Wednesday night at something I'm going to. So yeah, cool. that's what I've been up to. Nice. Everything's podcast related. You want to ask me what I've been reading? Yeah, what have you, you been ever, reading? You ever ask someone like the guy, like there's a guy that hasn't had a job for like a couple years and you're, and he's still, the answer is on between jobs. Yes. On between books. Well, that's, uh, that's kind of my answer. Well, Randy, you do a lot of reading. I do. I do a lot of reading for work, whether yes. it's voiceover work or, or work work, but uh, not. You read books so people don't have to read books. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, I haven't been doing many audiobooks lately. In fact, I'm trying to do any 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 other voice work but uh, uh audiobooks in 2021 just to kind of see how that goes so uh i actually have been to pokemoke very recently two weekends in a row one to see a production from one of your guests uh on uh, delmarva's own podcast in season one two season two, two actually it was the last episode of season two last episode of season two i think mary yeah uh, and it was lion king this go around at delmarva the- or the marva theater in pokemoke another outstanding performance it's amazing whether it's anything i go to here whatever it may be i'm just shocked how good kids are at what they're doing in yeah. utah whether it's rock and roll revival with jmb or whether it's a production at marva theater or even uh some of the older people with with community players or that sort of thing, really, yeah, really, amazing. they and do. These f- things aren't my thing. Like I'm not a hey, I got to go see a live show. But right, I'm, I'm always impressed at the talent. To see have. the growth in that group um, from what they first were to, and I just I haven't seen Lion King yet. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to. I know my my wife and daughter are going next weekend or this coming weekend. It's amazing um, what they put on. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the kids are talented, but the work. Um, we have a friend named John who is a, now a parent of somebody in the pod, in the podcast, in the show, um, who has, he's an artist and he made the zebras. Um, zebras are awesome. The, and it's like, yeah, first rate. Uh, yep. it's really, really good. And the whole, the whole, the whole experience. I'm trying you know, to get is. cultured here, Jeff. That's yeah. what I'm trying to tell you. We were there the week before for, uh, a festival that I forget the name of. Um, but we, uh, the, the discovery museum there. Um, had a kind of an open house with, you know, duck carving and mallard carving and this sort of thing, which is pretty fascinating here, very historic here. Uh, and I did check to make sure that there is youth doing it, which is there's generations that are doing it. A guy in high cool. school was there carving. So I, I, that was exciting because, you know, here we got the Ward Museum, this sort of thing on yeah. Delmar. I'll right be now. there. I'm going there Wednesday night for the first time ever. Cool. It's a, it's yeah. a really cool place. And, you, you know, when I moved, moved here, I'm like, does this place really have a museum dedicated to wooden ducks? Yes, it does, and yes, it does. Um, that was a little bit snobbish of me, as it turns out, and um, it's it's pretty cool. Delmar has been a very humbling experience for you, Jeff. It has that, been. That makes me happy. Yeah, I needed <laughs> it. I needed it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, but uh, it's been, uh, you know, it's. I, I feel like with the pandemic, and then it's almost like if there's anything and everything, we're trying to. Hopefully, we don't overload ourselves by trying to do too much. But I think people are excited to to get out and to do stuff again, yeah. and and. I had never pictured myself. Pokemon's a great town, but going two straight weekends. But hey, when they it's got a, stuff going on. It's a great on, place to go. I love going down there. It's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. 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 So why are you doing this podcast with me? Because you asked me and I don't say no easy. 
is one. Uh-huh. No, I'm just kidding. Was because, that a good uh or a uh, sad uh? I, don't know. I hope it was a good uh. <laughs> no, I mean it's enjoyable just to hang out and to talk. And obviously, we both have a passion for this area. Yeah. Uh, you kind of coming here by marriage, um, and even visiting here by marriage early on, and me being from here, uh, and went to school in the Midwest and was able to come back. Yeah. And, uh, I think we both have a mutual love and appreciation for for this place, so that was part of it. And getting to hang out with you. Oh, thanks. You're a good friend. Yeah, yeah the podcast is fun, and I'm not sure there's really any more reason I started the podcast than I like to talk into a mic, or I like to talk. <laughs> Let's just start there. <laughs> uh, I like to learn things, and I like to talk, and I'm passionate about meeting people. And this was this is not my first podcast. I had another one. Uh, it was called the Faith and Doubt Podcast. Mm. And actually, I don't know how many episodes I did, but um, I was done with it. It was kind of a stage in my life, and I needed the podcast for that purpose. I think like 20 people total may have heard, heard it, but I did it um, because I needed to. You like, did it before it was cool, too, man. Yeah. It was, it was, starting, yeah, yeah. It was starting to You're pick right. up, yeah. but you did it, what, 16? When was that? Before yeah, between here? 16 and 18, I okay. kind of yeah. I, I messed around with it. So, um, so I enjoyed it, but it, I was just I was just kind of through that deconstruction stage in my faith, you yeah. know, um, and ready to move on. So, but I still enjoyed podcasting. So, I lived here and I like the place. Um, I want to know more about it, and I kind of feel like other people would too. So, you know, so that was the impetus. Let's for, be honest; for they put this. a circle. In, and you said we got to talk about this somehow. I've got to get an opinion out about this. This this circle in Salisbury. That's what started this. Right? Yeah, that that was that was, was that, that or the episode? ferry with Ray. I can't either one. Yeah, that was the first season. Um, mm-hmm. What I call I call it uh, roundabouts. What gives or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they put in a traffic circle, um, and I think I'm using the term wrong now. I learned that there's there's a difference between a, a traffic circle, a rotary, and a roundabout. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that that was the first one. I'm still realizing people still don't know the right of way. And it went better than I thought it was going to go. Absolutely. I think we're but both yeah. in agreement there. But there's still those uh, select few who don't know what they're doing when they come up to Yeah. It. But you've started a podcast. This is the second one you mentioned. And uh, I guess this transitions kind of into what this yeah. is all about. Yeah. Because you like to kind of pass your knowledge on. And I think you're at a, a cool stage. We're at a cool stage where it's kind of... I'm st- Yeah, I'm still like, a beginner at this. Yeah. Um, but you're, but I think it can be very beneficial to help others because you're at the, you're at a fresh part where you started. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm just now coming actually at the last episode, you and I, we left there and what did I say to you? I'm like, I'm getting rid of that mic. I'm getting rid of that mic because it, it was hard. I'm still learning things. So I figured what better time to help other people who might want to start a podcast. I get asked from time to time, you know, how do you do this? You know, where do I get started? So, um, if you have a I, Google machine, that's one place. Yeah, but you know what? You find you people. You get so many different answers. And you get technical answers. Mm-hmm. Like, there's stuff out there that just wasn't helpful because I am not a tech person. Like, if it if my computer doesn't work, like, if you get the blue screen of death, if it if I can't reboot it and have it start and work again, I have to take it somewhere and pay somebody what feels like boatloads of money mm-hmm. to make it work again. Um, and... I am on, like it was last week when I was like, oh, these are the microphones I should be using. And I had some. Um, 
So have you ever you've read those whatever for idiots or whatever for dummy books or idiots seen guide? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like those are too technical for me. I'll read, like, Even the idiots guide to podcasting would be too technical. It, yeah, and like, I've okay. read the idiots guide to podcasting. I'm like, I still feel like an idiot. Like I don't know. What, so today, this idiot is going to guide other people who might be like me into here is here is what you need to start a podcast because it's not much. Um. And yeah, just I wanted to share that, you know. So um, it's not necessarily Delmarva related, you, yeah, but you actually mentioned it was uh, idioter, I- idioter, idioter yeah, idioter, yeah, which I yeah. thought was well said. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people also, it's it's you hear this a lot in a lot of industries, but podcasting. In hopefully, I don't get ahead of anything, nope. but it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's not like I start a podcast, I monetize. Um, oh yeah so that's what people don't quite also think but i think when you get when you get to gear and finding the right gear that doesn't mean you have to have the perfect microphone to start you just need to find a way to start to get it rolling and if you find if you have the budget for it continue to add everybody has the budget for it Mm -hmm. and i shouldn't say everybody but um, everybody because all you need is your smartphone it's literally all you need. Have you priced um, those lately? <laughs> I know. That's why I didn't want to say everybody. But we who, recently gave my 13-year-old daughter a phone for her 13th birthday. We held out as long as yeah. I felt like we could. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, just realizing adding a line and a phone, how much more that costs. So, I mean, it is it is a, a yes. significant expense, but that's not exclusive. So, I guess maybe I should, I should. But you can find a cheap recorder. Dial it. Yeah, you can. Um, I can dial it back a little bit and say, if you have a smartphone there you go, and a plan or whatever, <laughs> you have what you need. Um, in fact, my first two podcasts are recorded on my smartphone. Well, there you so go. Um, they don't sound great, but sound it's not the either. point. There's some really yeah. good apps. That, so uh, what, I, apps. What, I w- what I actually I have to remind myself a lot um, is when you start a podcast, there's a lot of fear involved, right? When you start a podcast... This is actually good news. It's not going to sound like it, but it's good news. Nobody's listening anyways. <laughs> no, like literally nobody's listening except for people who care about you. Like the people that you beg and you say, and hey, even then sometimes yeah. they're not. <laughs> Wait, you didn't listen to my early ones? Is I, you, I think uh, I, I'm going to go back. I promise. I promise my I'll wife, my wife doesn't listen to my podcast. Yeah. Um, I which, think that's okay yeah. though. Like I have the situation too where, you know, if your wife's not completely like, into what you're doing that that's not an unhealthy thing i no, think that's actually no, good. a good thing yes especially when i talk about my i life. so recently this is a caveat recently i started putting jokes on tiktok and she she's like why why are you doing this this is so embarrassing like nobody sees them yeah like nobody you know sees them unless I'm, i share it i'm in her camp on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well i guess yeah. let's let's get to the very we say idiot jokingly because okay, we both yeah. consider ourselves idiots. But let's get to the idiot's guide. Basically, starting very specifically and simply, how does a podcast work? What okay. Is, what is the, the ins and outs? So what I learned, and as best I can describe it, is somebody talks into a recorder of uh, a device of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll make a digital recording. Somehow, they I'm doing doing this by memory. I have written down here something i'm gonna do it by memory first they take that digital recording and they upload it to a hosting site and that hosting site sends it out to the world for other people to listen to essentially 
Um, did I hit it? You have the notes in front of you. Yeah, yeah, I think you. I okay, think you so got it. Um, there's probably people out there right now that know better than me that are cringing. Well, sorry, that's most, how most I understand don't it. Listen to this yeah. podcast. <laughs> that's right. Nobody's listening, anyways. <laughs> uh, how much does it cost? We kind of talked about that. Yeah. You can you can do almost zero dollars. What's the best place right now? We are in the state of the art um, Delmarva's own podcast studios. Yes, we are in the barn. I yeah. love this place. So, I've loved this place since I was a child. By the way, this is such a cool place. Uh, again, little known fact: I grew up when I turned turned about twelve. But I was always familiar with Jeff's in-laws um, through church and, and being next door to my great aunt and great uncle. But when we moved next door to my great aunt and great uncle, it's kind of on the same area compound. And this was always a really cool place that I didn't come into often. But when I would come, it, you know, we'd come see the horses or whatever it is. It's a cool little barn with a nice little hangout room. Yeah, so, and it's got a computer from the 90s. <laughs> is that the 90s? Let me, let me, for our listeners, let me just describe Paint the picture. Paint the picture. this room. So I want you to think if the Brady Bunch mm. had an office off a barn. Mm. So we have the paneling, the, the brown wood yes. paneling walls. Yes. The ceiling is 12-inch by 12-inch suspended ceiling tiles, which at one point started to sag because rats were running across them into the barn. I see. And I screwed them back up. The, yeah, I see that now. And had intended to paint the screws white, but I didn't. We have the, care. <laughs> the light on the ceiling is in the shape of either a wagon wheel. It's probably a wagon. It's wheel. a wagon it's, wheel. Okay, a yeah. wagon. And You're the, making me notice things I've never noticed. Yeah. In the corner, we have a sink. Mm-hmm. Next to that, a small refrigerator. Does the sink work? Is the sink water? works? Wow. Yes. Never do that either. I was always scared to turn yeah. it on. There's a mirror next to the sink in case you want to shave in here. Uh, there Should is, have waited today. Came here and did there it. is a computer from, I'm going to say the early 90s though, Randy. Oh, yeah, it that's is a 93 probably. It, it has not been turned on in probably 20 years. Mm. More. Wow. Yeah. Still sitting there. Because well, yeah, there's no way that came on in 2022 or t- 2002. No, so th- this is no. this hasn't been used since the late 90s right. at best. So behind you. But the uh, the keyboard still got its keyboard covers. It does. So it's probably <laughs> there's pristine, no dust in there. Pristine shape. <laughs> Behind you is a microwave. Doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Above you is a television, which does work. It's actually like a bachelor pad, kind of. It like kind of is. Bachelor pad, like. So, but the reason I love, I do love recording. It's super comfortable. Yeah. I, like, I like recording here. We're, I'm sitting on a little love seat. Uh, you're sitting on a chair. From the 70s. It's yeah. And they, they have covers on them. Yeah. Um, it's carpeted, and there's a coat rack. And the reason I like to record in here is because... The sound quality is good. Um, there, there's enough stuff in here that dampens the sound mm-hmm. that when I edit, I don't have to take a lot of things, yeah. you know, a lot of sounds out. So, so but finding can, a good, quiet place, obviously, a couple of tips too. If you really want it to be pristine, you can get foam. Uh, moving blankets are inexpensive yes. and, and very usable. If you have a walk in closet with lots of coats and clothes, yep. That's also a good place to uh, to go, ladies um, and gentlemen. This is coming from a professional voiceover artist. You could get a whisper room, which I have, um, but also a lot of people don't think of behind them, um, covering behind them. Uh, if you're doing kind of a one man show or two man show, and you've got big open space behind you, that's not always good. You want to have kind of something behind you and in front of you, and to the sides a bit. So that's yep. just kind of a, and the smaller the space, the easier it is. Um, to uh, kind of get to dampen it, yeah, to dampen it. But stuff. also wherever you need to record, yeah. like I, I, I did a, I actually recorded an episode that 
I didn't end up publishing in the mayor's office mm. um, that had nothing to do with the office. It's it because he's said so many controversial things. That's, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we had him on later. later. Um, but yeah, I mean, wherever you need to do it is fine. So mm-hmm. um, for me, I find that I care way more than my listeners do about what it sounds like on the, on the production side. No question. So. And that's, that's actually a good thing, I think. Uh, let's get back to microphones and be a little more specific with, you, you mentioned learning kind of the hard way sometimes what microphones to yeah, use. So it de- a lot of that too depends on the space, but you have this beautiful gold microphone, which just looks so expensive. Yeah. How much did it cost? So I'm going to turn on this microphone. Okay. Well, let's talk right now. Minutes. Let's talk for a few minutes with this microphone. Um, I forget what it's called. We just talked about it. And condenser? I all, yes, it is a condenser mic. Mm-hmm. And what I this is the first mic I ever had because it looks cool, right? It's got it's shiny gold and. But that's not real gold though. But what, they don't have to know that. Well, I'm. I did pay twenty mic. Yeah, it is twenty for bucks. So. <laughs> um, a condenser mic picks up everything. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, so I'm sitting, uh, I'm sitting f- four feet from it. You're about four or five feet from it. Um, I'm not, yeah, let me, I've muted our other mics, and I can still hear me just as loud Do you hear yourself well? Does this hear, just sound good? It sounds like you're speaking in an empty room that has yeah. no carpet on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but what I found out is that... <laughs> It's just more difficult to use for a yeah. podcast, so. Yeah. I don't use it. Gotcha. Um, well, I'm not anymore. That's the mic that we left last week. I'm like, that mic is going, I'm packing it up and never I'm actually using it surprised again. you still have it. Yeah. I thought well, it, would, it would be hidden You never know, around. right? There might. What it is good for, however, is if, and it served a purpose last, even last week, yeah. that um, I needed one mic for two people. You mm. can put it between them and it'll pick them both up. Yeah. But it also picks up every echo off the wall. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it picks up a lot. If you're curious about how that can screw up your podcast, go listen to last week's, particularly the first seven minutes. Um, you can really hear how it was. And then I eventually figured out kind of, A, how to mitigate that by muting it when other people are talking. And B, um, during the editing process, I was able to cut out a lot of the sound. Yeah. So, But, I mean, if you get the right mic setup space, Taking away that edit time is yeah, helpful. Yeah. So the mic you do want is called a dynamic mic. If you're taking notes, this dynamic. is very dynamic. Yes. So it's confusing because it sounds like they're dynamics a big word. No, these are very simple mics. They only pick up what's in front of them, mm-hmm. and that's what you want. These, the ones I'm using, were twenty nine dollars each. Yep. Um, now you can get into the weeds with some really expensive mics. Neumann's a great brand, obviously. Um, Behringer. I mean, there's all kinds of brands of mics that you can uh, you can use. And if you really want to geek out over equipment, that's not Jeff or my bag. Um, you can go if you've got the unlimited budget yeah. and and do what you want to do. Yeah, these but are these here's are the called thing. Skags. Yeah, you don't need something no amazingly special. No. There's there's usually some cheap options that are somewhat comparable to those. Really so the reason things. I did not publish the episode with uh, our mayor at least the first one, was because I went to his office, I took my mobile phone, and I hooked up some lavalier mics. Actually, no, we did not use lavalier. We used the kind that you put a headset on, it comes around, it's like... Yeah, the front. Madonna mic. Yes, the Madonna mic. Good way good way of putting it. Or um, Britney Spears, depending on your generation. And this is what it sounded like. Here's my answer. This is what it sounds like when I listen to you. A lot of breathing. A lot of breathing. Mm. Um, well, in that fact, mayor is a heavy breather. 
Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, Jake. Yeah, he's, he's a politician. Surprise, surprise right now. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, and I just, I couldn't put yeah. it up. I couldn't. Um, but I also use the lavalier mics for the, I recorded that one for um, the roundabout episode. Mm-hmm. My first episode. And it's just anytime we moved, we could hear it. So yeah, they're just not, they're just not great for a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, dynamic mics. Dynamic. Go dynamic. Do you need stands? I'm a big fan of stands. If you're going to sit there and relax um, and I move around too much, yeah. I think it depends on who's holding the mic. Yeah. If you're holding the mic, if you're going to do a long time, you it's very hard to be comfortable while holding a mic. Yeah. So people aren't used to mic- talking to mics to True. begin with, right? Um, so sometimes what happens is people will be holding the mic and we talk with our hands, even if it's holding a mic and it mm-hmm. starts to sound like, you know, yeah. this, yeah. this wavy sound. Um, so I, I prefer, I prefer Mike, but I want my guests to be most comfortable. So this is, this can be intimidating that like, oh, I know that thing's catching everything I say. So, yeah. um, I prefer Mike stands these that I'm using $15. Yeah. Um, not expensive. Um, so, so we're probably at, uh, under a hundred dollars so far for your mics and stands. Actually, if you're just doing a, a single mic, we're under $50. That's great. And, Barely, but under. And do you have links somewhere, or Amazon links, or just encourage? Yeah. So, as always, with every podcast I do, I do an article about it, and all these links are in the, in that article. Okay. Yeah. So check out the article. What's that website again, Jeff? It is delmarvazone.com. Wow. Very good. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little about. We didn't really talk too much about hardware, but obviously, okay. So what device? Talked about a smartphone. Okay. I have something that I use called. It's simply, and it's a free app called voice record which yeah. is fine yeah um but you know i don't record podcasts on it but you can yeah but what kind of hardware do so you again recommend? the only hardware you need is your phone right if you're getting started <laughs> yep but i got to a point where i wanted more than my phone um, because actually phones can be too technical for me um and the first podcast i had that i mentioned i used my laptop i recorded directly into my laptop on a program which i'll talk about in a second called audacity hmm. That's a free download. That's right? free. Yep. Yep. But something went wrong with the computer. And I couldn't even get my, my my wife couldn't fix it. My son couldn't fix it. If your son couldn't and fix it. My son's the go-to techie oh, yeah. in the house. He yeah. couldn't fix it. I don't want to have to depend on This is me. I don't want to have to depend on a computer. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how to fix You can imagine. My computer crashes in the middle of an interview. I'm out of luck. I have no yep. idea what to do. So yep. I needed something that I could push a button and it would record and I could push another button and it would stop. On top of that, when you turn the volume up on something, it gets louder, right? Well, in the recording industry, there's this word called gain, mm-hmm. or the word is gain. And if you want to make something louder, you reduce the gain. I have no idea. Like my my brain doesn't follow that. Like I can't understand how you turn something down and it gets loud. Like so, I needed something where I could turn a knob and the it noise will get louder. Keep it simple. It's kind of what your advice. Yes, uh, you've got a Zoom, correct? This is a Zoom Pod Track Four. Ooh, and for us, that no, is not twenty nine dollars. No, but it's less than two hundred. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is. You have I'm what? tempted to call it, it the f- base model, but it's like it's beautiful. You have, it's four because you have four um xlr connections that you can you can have up to four guests i don't know what an xlr connection is but that's the mic connection oh okay yeah Yeah. i can put so here's what i can do with this i can put four mics in 
or I can I can actually hook my cell phone into it. Uh-huh. Um, which yes, I did that for your interview because Mike called, right? That's right. And he we was on. So if Surprise you go back guest. to if you go back to Randy's, actually, you were the first season of season two. If you go back to that season two episode one. Yes, you go back to the interview. Mike comes on, and he's coming through my cell phone. So he was he, listening for like twenty minutes. Yes, he was. He put me in a tough spot where he wanted me to say his name, and yeah, I, I, I he made I, me choose between a former, a former co-host of your current. radio show yeah. and the current, and you wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. Maybe politics. Have some courage. In my All right, no, have some I'm courage. Just kidding. Um, so I, I can plug that in. I can plug my computer in, uh, the which I did as well because when I did finally interview our mayor he was deployed in Djibouti Africa Mm. so we had a that was on a Mac we had a FaceTime call and I put that right into the this pod track four and I recorded the thing took me a couple minutes to figure it is the first time I ever used it to figure out how it worked which was a little bit embarrassing you got your mayor in Djibouti Africa major day at that point Um, so but it you know it worked fine and this thing has um, sound pads four of them so you can preload I actually went on YouTube and found a an old newsreel about uh, a murder that happened here. And for my guest, Stephanie Fowler, who had written a book about that, um, I preloaded that sound on here and I played it for everybody. And it, it worked out really well. She was surprised. My guest was like, wow, I, I never heard that before, which is really cool. But if you say something that, you know, if I were to screw up, I have... So um, there's all sorts of sounds you can put on here. It's just simple to use. Yeah. It's it's well, and like you said, YouTube can be your friend in these situations because you can figure a lot of things out yep. by just typing. Yeah, in actually, I, I have a personal relationship with the YouTube. I don't, I don't know the guy on YouTube who tells people how to use this. I contacted him. He's super helpful. Um, so yeah, University of YouTube. Personal. Yeah, it's not. It makes it sound like we're friends. We're not friends. I don't even know where he lives, but um, yeah, University of YouTube. This podcast would not exist without it. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of things wouldn't. I yes. think YouTube's one of the coolest uh, inventions when it comes to trying to fix things and, yeah. and that sort of thing, even though uh, when it comes to idiots' guides of stuff, when I try to fix things, it gets worse. But uh, yes. Well, there is your hardware. All right, let's talk headphones for a minute. I know that you have yours on. Yep. Um, you do not. I do not. And I think it's important that someone does so you yeah. know everything's so coming over. And here's what's interesting. I just played... You have no idea because I I gave you the finger. Yeah. Could you hear it? it? I heard it through your headphones because oh, okay. you're an old man and they're up loud. All right. So <laughs> the um well, I guess you heard it, but you wouldn't have been able to hear that yeah. if I didn't have my headphones turned up so so loud. But um I was recently there's this little podcast out there called the Joe Rogan podcast. I've heard I don't of know. It. Yes. I don't know. Yes. It's not many people know about it. Um but <laughs> he had on this little YouTuber called Mr. Beast recently. Yes, just so, tiny. Um and Mr. Beast never wears headphones for his, obviously, for his YouTube videos. And he was shocked about the headphone experience. And what Joe Rogan said was that it's important to use them because when people hear themselves speaking in headphones and hear other people speaking, they don't tend to talk over each other as much. So um, I like to use them because I can hear what's the sound that's being recorded as well. Um, if you were all of a sudden to, um, cut out i would know that mm-hmm. so um but you don't with the zoom pod truck four you don't need to there's no bluetooth um which you don't want when you're recording anyways um because you can interference but the you don't have to buy every, everyone's got headphones at home probably dusty at this point right just pull them out 
and plug them into the pod track and it it'll work. I uh, do a radio show on uh, Froggy 99.9, little plug, uh, yeah. the Whiskey and Radio Show, and we wear headphones when we speak on the show. Uh, when I do voiceover work, I rarely use headphones. I feel like when you hear, I think it's important to hear yourself in, in situations. You want to make sure it's working well, but you also want to be as natural as possible. And that's yeah. why, like, even in a podcast setting, but I totally get where you don't want to talk over each other. That's important. Right. I actually got not in trouble because it was, uh, there were several of us voiceover people getting a, in a coaching session. And I was the only one that didn't have headphones on. And they kind of called me out for that. And I'm uh, like, well, I just, I... yeah. So these are, these are beats. These, you know, these super beats expensive Dre, beats bro. that I, I, I bought for my kid. How when, many years ago when they were really expensive? Probably eight. And now they would be collecting dust if I wasn't using them. So. Look at that. Mm. You've got them on. They're very, very nice, too. Nice blue. Oh, thank you. A royal blue. Very nice. Uh, we talked about editing software earlier called Audacity. There's several out there. Audacity's free. Um, I think even if you have a Mac, I think even guitar. I, I must yeah, guitar so actually, you, you know, I know. Um, uh, GarageBand. GarageBand. Yes. I Not Guitar Hero. I tried to use it. The thing was, I... I grew up yeah. using Audacity. Cool. Um, Audacity is, um, it's free. Yeah. You know, that's that's why, you know, that's why and I started it works. using it. It does work. Um, I don't actually know that it's all that user intuitive for people like me. Like, again, University of YouTube was huge. I, I just gradually learned it, and mm-hmm. I'm still learning. There's just some very basic things that you can do on it. And every, like, GarageBand does it different. Yep. And I actually I don't find GarageBand intuitive at all. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's your to each his own. Yeah, yeah. Find the editing thing that works for you. I, I I don't use Audacity. I use Adobe. I've always used Adobe. Okay. Um it is a paid service, but I use it a lot. So right. it's important to me yeah. that it's something I'm used to and, and easily to use. There's so much that yeah. I could do that I don't with it. Right. But it's a really good program. So There's some really good programs out there, but Audacity's fi- one that's good. Well, first of all, I should start I should backtrack, Randy, and say you don't have to edit your podcast. Like there are people out there that are like oh I've seen and heard they hit record and they upload and that's fine yeah um, but people will be amazed how much once you start doing this like I I coughed earlier in this one and when I go back and listen again we'll see I might remove it I I don't know I don't even remember you coughing um, on, I would have run yeah <laughs> on yeah, Randy's a germaphobe people yeah. um, he makes Howie Mandel look like he eats mud pies oh we're just buds me and Howie uh, so. Yeah, there's just a lot of things that I, I'm able to use. You can see it because you can see the, uh, yep, you know the little squiggly and lines. That's the thing. That's kind of how it, it's completely up to you. On, I mean, I don't think in a podcast, a long form podcast, it it matters yeah. as much to cut yeah. out breaths and coughs right. and you know, unless it takes away from whatever it is you're right. trying to to put out. Yeah. Um, however, let me just transition to the next question about. Uh, podcast hosting because i use anchor.fm that uh, a podcast host is the the website where you will upload your podcast and it distributes it to like apple Podcasts, spotify um what you know where wherever you I listen heart. to yeah iheart radio is a great I-Heart place podcast. for podcast too. yeah so the they use something called an rss feed i can't remember what that stands for um now if you or a person who can write code, you could do your own RSS feed and you wouldn't need the podcast host. But what I, kind of guide is this, Jeff? Yeah, um, it's my guide. And <laughs> I don't want to 
do any of that stuff at this point. It's really simple syndication is what RSS <laughs> Okay. I mean, everybody knows that. Yeah, everybody who just Googled it right very yeah. quickly. Yeah. So um but Anchor FM is what I use. When I did that other podcast, I used Buzzsprout. And I can't remember why I stopped using was it no BuzzFeed. Buzzsprout something different. It's like what is Buzzsprout? Is that some gardening thing? I don't know. It's a thing. You can Google that too if you yeah. want to be no, smart, I'm, Randy. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. So BuzzFeed. I don't know if it's because I had to start paying for it or or, or what. Um, but I switched to Anchor.fm. Anchor will help you do commercials. Um and typically when you start, it's a commercial for Anchor. But when you you can edit your stuff right yeah. there on on the website if you want to. You can add music transitions and anchor.fm is owned by Spotify. And I've never done this, but you can actually use music off Spotify. I don't know if it's like anybody on Spotify, mm-hmm. um, but if you do that, so you can't use Neil Young anymore. <laughs> no, there's a few. No, a few it, if you use music from Spotify, you can only broadcast it on Spotify. Uh, so I haven't done that. Well, and there's different ways, you know, whether it's audio blocks or story blocks, and there's yep. different types of services that are also pay subscription it depends on how deep you want to get into plus you can probably find some royalty free stuff on youtube uh there are places there are places that you can find that if you want to add that to to kind of spruce up your podcast i have i actually for my youtube stuff i have a paid subscription it's available i'm not even going to talk about it because this is for idiots like me it's that's don't even worry about it um the sound that i use the music that i use um right after your intro as we transition into the podcast um i purchased that and i had I, I think there's a limit to how much i can use it i'm nowhere near that limit yet yeah um and i yeah i just purchased it i got lucky in that i was able to upload it successfully so yeah. he's patting himself in the back yes yes um speaking of your back there's something new that goes on your back i guess what else oh. this kind of transitions into our uh what else do you kind of need for a podcast especially yeah, so if you're mobile once yes once you it, you start to get this equipment um i found i had like things in all different bags um i'd have cords in one bag microphones in another bag and i'd have mics in these single cases because they were padded and it just got super bulky mm-hmm. um so i was just done with that yep. so before this season so i did two seasons with without it um but before this season i bought a bag an equipment bag and it's actually cost more than the than all zoom, your equipment almost <laughs> more than the zoom pod track for mm-hmm. but i also you know i mess with youtube and, and stuff so every single piece of recording equipment i have fits in this bag including my laptops and including a tracking device. You said laptops? Yeah, I have an old one, an old Mac. Gotcha. Um, and I actually, the reason I have the old Mac, that's what I do my editing for the podcast on, nothing else. I don't huh. do anything else on it. Um, because Audacity is on it. And like I said, I'm scared of screwing things up, so I don't want to upload. It. I'm just not good at it, Randy, and uploading Audacity into my new, my new Mac. and just I don't want to mess with it. <laughs> so Okay. Yeah. Um, creatures of habit yeah and i can actually attach two mic stands to the side of this um and because it's super important to people there is a uh, a bottle opener on you know yeah, on this thing too. it, it has to, everything you gotta have um, i don't remember what it's called but it's in like i said all the stuff i've talked about is in there's links in that that blog article mm-hmm. um so i i'm not even gonna cont- the bag 
I don't even consider that really part of what you need to podcast. It's, it's a it's a luxury yeah. item that is something that if you want to work towards. And if you have it in the budget and you want it and you yeah. think it's worth it, you get it. And I think that's the cool thing. And um, you know, again, it, it could take forever to monetize. You may never monetize, or maybe you monetize. Yeah. So the next dollar I make, Randy, yeah, will be the first. There you go. Well, that's the yeah. thing. Um, but I would say if you want to get started, start small and if you monetize great use that money to put back in if you don't and you still love it and you want to keep it going that's when you start really upgrading your equipment i think that's kind of the path you took yeah you're so still here, not hitting here with thousand dollar mics but you right you know you don't so you here's don't that. here's where i stand this is kind of the path i've had this has okay. been my experience one day i said i'm gonna start a podcast about delmarva mm-hmm. i have a cell phone a mobile device um, oh yeah you could use a a uh, iPad or tablet if you wanted. So the first thing I bought was those lavalier mics. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say they were around $80. I don't even know where they are right now. Um, my life is packed up right now. So um, they're somewhere. And I used those mics and I used my phone and a laptop I already had. And we made three episodes, one of which was an introduction to the podcast. So it's really two and a half, right? Yeah. The next year, I did nine episodes. So some would say, you know, math is a funny thing. Nine episodes might not feel like a lot, but some might point out that I tripled my content in the second year, which for me feels pretty good. Yeah. Um, During the second year, that's when I kind of decided to buy some more mics. And the third year which is this oh by the way i'm calling these years seasons like yeah. i don't know how you define a season um the way i you know the way i do it so with the new year it's a new season well you're 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 the one who started it all so you get to determine yeah i guess you so could, this every year podcast could be a season for all you know, i said what do i need this year and uh, oh a co-host because sometimes i talk too much and get into the weeds um oh am i supposed to stop you when you do that I have failed. No, no you've today. done pretty well. No, actually, you've done pretty well. Um, so, no, I find that um, talking to a person is a lot easier than looking at a sheet of script mm-hmm. um, and just going through that yeah. and, and reading it. And if you go back and listen uh, to my podcast in the past, you can tell when I'm – it's hard. It is yeah. hard. You, you're a pro, man. You know yeah. how hard it is to not sound like you're reading when you're reading. Yeah. Um, if – I think it's an example of when I was reading, and sometimes you can tell, but sometimes you can't. Um, podcasts I did during Black History Month last year. Um, oh shoot, I I can't remember the the man's name, but he the song "We Shall Overcome." It was about it was about that, and I started with you know that song because the person who wrote that's from actually Pocomoke. He was a pastor in Pocomoke. Wow. Um, and as I'm doing the intro and outro. If you listen to them, I'm kind of reading, trying really hard not to sound like it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like season three. Another reason I wanted a co-host is because I had a guest here. We were talking about the history of the flag of Maryland, and I'm we're gonna get that out at some point. But he and I really like history, and we just got into the weeds, man. So much that the fish couldn't see the lure. If you know what I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was like there's probably two people. And the Delmarva Peninsula that are interested in what we're talking about, and, and it we're sitting in the room. room. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so season three, I didn't have a co-host till season three, um, and yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. 
Um, I, I enjoy, I'm glad you're here with me. Um, and you, you know, you also have some technical expertise that I think I'm benefiting from. Cool. So, well, it's good to be here. Good to be a part of this fun. I guess the last thing is just if there's fear and, you know, I think just getting started, if podcasting something you shouldn't be fearful of because you jokingly said nobody's listening. No, it's true though. Nobody's listening when you start. Yeah. Um, and the fear is always there. That can be, that could also be a deterrent though. If you're thinking, okay, well, what's all the effort? And, but you want to, yeah. you got to start yeah. somewhere and then you can't think of it as a, as a deterrent. Yeah. Um, so I was on, I was on TikTok this morning and there's a gentleman named Lloyd who is starting to put out TikTok content about how to do a podcast. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to make my own and stitch him, I think. With oh, this. so, um, but he, <laughs> He did it. He had one that he put out today that blew up on him real quick in a good way, in the, the way okay. that, that you want it to. Yeah. Um, and, and at least for him. And th- there were comments in there about um, he said anybody should do a podcast, pick your friend and do it. And I'm I'm gonna something like I'm gonna do it and just if no one listens but you and me, that's fine. And I think he's right. Mm-hmm. But the comments on there were like, no, that's not right. We don't need more podcasts. So there's, there's all, a lot. Yeah, there are a lot, but there's not yours yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and there wasn't mine yet. Mm-hmm. And the fear, there's always going to be these voices. And there's scientific reasons for those voices that mm-hmm. we could get into. Like back when we were in, we were in uh, the caves, we wanted to protect ourselves. So we developed these these ways of not doing things that were we were fearful of. When did you live in caves? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, well, I could right now. <laughs> <laughs> you need a place. We are in a barn, Randy. So. <laughs> Very true. Um, so you just... You listen to critique, or I listen to critique. You've criticized my podcast from time to time, but you did it in a loving way. It, you heard that? <laughs> no, you came to me and said, hey, I'm wondering about this. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like, oh, he's right. I'm such an idiot. I shouldn't be doing this. I don't know what I'm doing. But then I looked at him like, wait, no. Randy came to you um, and said, hey, did you, I don't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but I took it as uh, constructive feedback. Um, well, that was not my intention. (laughs) But I think that that is the thing, like, like you were just talking about how people have just discovered, just randomly discovered it. And that's a, that's gotta be a really cool feeling. Oh, it was the best feeling when I got that email. When you start, when you start and then you get that moment. It is amazing. Like I'm not, I don't want to use a name yet. Um, (laughs) just because I don't know them well. Yeah. So, but they are one of the most amazing people I've I've since met them, and they yeah. they're just like amazing. Um, and they talked to me. They were talking about their life and their experience, and they said, "Yeah, when I was meeting with President, and they wouldn't use the name because it was President of the United States." Whoa! So you meet people, um, th- and that's There's why there only I do been forty six of them. I right, and I think this person knows more than one, but <laughs> um, you meet the most fascinating people. So keep the goal in like that was yeah. kind of my goal, Randy, was I love people and yeah. and I love finding out cool stuff, you yeah. know? And oh, Troy Brohan. Yeah. I've never spoken with somebody who has a World Series ring before. Yeah. Um can't say that anymore, can you? Or and there's and he beat the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Oh, and here's a little thing. So you were there for this, but you know, after I turned the mics off, I answered some of the questions that I'm not sure that they would. 
I mean, I asked some of the questions. Yeah. I'm not sure they'd want recorded because I'm curious about certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll just have like random chit chat. And I told Coach that I'm from Boston. And he's like, oh, I, my best friend played for the Red Sox. And, well, yeah, I grew up a Red Sox fan. For crying. I'm a huge Red Sox yes, fan. Yes, you are. Um, and I asked him, well, who? And um, he said, Keith Folk. He drops his name, right? Yeah. Like, it's like the guy that, that you know, played for the Red Sox once. Yeah. I got a couple at-bats. It's kind of a big Keith deal Folk. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, one of the – he was an integral part of the first Red Sox World Series mm-hmm. in 86 years. Um, and then I'm like, this is the point where I dropped all professionalism there. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but you went it's how fan, it felt. You went a little fanboy. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> and then he says, oh yeah. And Doug Mirabelli at this point. Oh man. Um, you lost your she's. I did because <laughs> I caught a home run ball hit by Doug Mirabelli, you know, on the monster. Yeah. And in the monster so, seats. Whenever I'm fearful of the podcast or like people are going to think like these these guys don't know what they're doing. Whenever I had those thoughts, I remember these other yeah. circumstances um, about people I've met. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. We don't have time to yeah. – I could do a whole podcast on the revelations that came out of the Pemberton Manor mm-hmm. um, connection mm-hmm. um, with Dr. Clara Small. Like, it's just I, – I, I could do a whole thing on that one. Um, I'm writing a book now. Mm-hmm. As a result of that one podcast, yeah, um, with a with another friend, so uh, I have those voices all the time. Right I, about this this particular episode, why are you doing a podcast episode on something called Delmarva Zone, which has nothing to do with podcasting in and of itself? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a voice I had in my head, but I'm doing it. Yeah, um, and I'm hoping other people will will do theirs too. Um, yeah. This is a, a way we express ourselves as humans. We can learn from each other, um, and the people that appreciate this will listen, yeah. and the people that don't, won't. Yeah. So, And I think we need to go back to that moment where you stop rolling, and then you have those moments with Troy, Yeah. and it's like, you were fearful of that being too fanboyish or whatever, uh-huh. too personal or whatever yeah. it was, but it, it wouldn't hurt to bring that up. Obviously, if you want to respect someone and you say, hey, is there a place you don't want to go with your life? Right. That's one thing, but obviously, if if you just if you're wondering that sort of thing, don't hold back. I mean, do you do you wish you kind of didn't wait until after for something like that? It's, um, it's almost like you, I think in podcasting yeah. we got to realize you can still be that real person that you are. You don't have to act like that wouldn't excite you. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I would have been happy to have had that moment. Yeah. In the podcast, it just it happened after I'd asked a different. It was yeah. just small chit chat. Yeah. Uh, the question I asked him. I'm not. I'm a, again. I'm not going to talk about it because I don't. I don't think that it was. Um, if I were in his shoes, I wouldn't have wanted it talked about. Okay. And he was gracious and answered it. Yeah. You know. Um. But, again, it's just, it's it's those moments though that yeah. kind of have nothing to do with the podcast. Mm. You know. Um. And I, you know, I'm already thinking about other content based on he knows Doug Marabelli. You know. Um. <laughs> Because I'm gonna try to get that ball signed. Yeah, and now you well, know, there's a significant part of, to, of the story to that whole home run thing. Yes, and that sort of thing. Yes, which, and that will be part of the content. You yeah. know, um, the day I caught that home run ball was a life. I had already experienced a life changing moment in that day before, before I caught the home run, and then 
catching the home run ball at the ballpark that I'd gone to growing up ne- next to my wife and my parents. Like, it just – It was better than icing on the cake. It, the it really yeah. was. Yeah. Um, and I told him, I said, right now all of my belongings, aside from some clothes, are packed in boxes because we've just purchased a house and it's going to yeah. go in there, but not that ball. <laughs> that ball is sitting on my dresser yeah. in my in-laws guest bedroom yeah. because that's how important it is to me i don't want to take the chance i will lose anything else in my <laughs> in my life <laughs> that ball i can't so i had that moment where he said oh i know doug mary boy yeah. um, what's that you know so <laughs> pretty cool the experiences that you have and i think that's the thing that you got to look forward to yeah you know, if you want to dive in dive in give it a try and yeah. Uh, hopefully, this has been beneficial to you listening. If you want to start a podcast, so on the website, Randy. Oh, uh, the website's new. It is, and I have to say, I really like it. Oh, um, I would hope so. Well, I know uh, I did pay some money. You don't need a website. Yeah. Um, I wanted one because I'm a writer yeah. at heart. That's what I do, and I don't remember why I started down this road. Like literally, what I'm saying right now. Okay. That is something that happens to me. But on the website, um, what was I going to say? It's new, it's shiny, you have links, you have blog posts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, if you want to talk about uh, your podcast experience, there's a button there. You click it and you talk and it comes to us. Um, You can reach out to me that way. Um, I don't have an email address for you yet. Actually, yeah, there's one on on there. You're linked in there. Cool. Um, If you you have any questions about anything that we've talked about today, just... Uh, listeners can reach out that way um yeah you can leave us a voicemail when you do that we don't collect any of your information it looks like you do but it's just so we can get back to you this is not like we're putting you on a list and all of a sudden we're gonna be spamming you or selling it somebody else no that's not um not what's going on so yeah so this is fun um i like talking about this stuff and i hope that some other idiot out there like me um (laughs) decides to to make a go of it what did I forget? Anything? I think you got it all. All right. So next time on the podcast... Like and subscribe. Yes, like and subscribe. Um, no, I'm not going to go into next time. Mainly because I'm not really sure what it is yet. Ooh. Yeah, there's several mystery. things There's several things in in, uh, in process. So, Which is exciting. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, Randy. Thanks, James. This is fun. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Delmarva's own podcast, where today we talked about podcasts, how to get started, and what you need. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe and like the podcast and leave us a kind review. Find us on Twitter at Delmarva underscore S, Instagram, Delmarva's Own, and DelmarvasOwn.com, where you can leave us a voicemail and find an article about the podcast you just listened to, plus plenty of links on how to get started and what equipment we use to get started here on Delmarva's Own. We'll talk to you next time. Well, it says I have an hour and one minute of recorded stuff here. Let's hope it worked.